0: You are about to listen to episode number 30 of the Super Divorce Supercast. The Super Pizza Party episode. Our first ever
1: pizza party. Yeah. Maybe every 30 episodes we'll have a Super Divorce
0: Supercast
1: pizza party.
0: That's a good tradition to set yeah, up. Yeah,
1: every 30 episodes? Yeah. Alright, let's do
0: it. I don't think anyone really does things in intervals of 30. Like a big, <laughs> big celebration.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right, but we're going to. We start are starting now. Um, yeah, this,
0: it was a good show.
1: Yeah, it was a very. I would say this was a pretty chill show. It was got a lot of comic talk in there. Yeah, lots of comic talks. I felt like we, you know, we recorded Super Fanatics earlier in the evening, and we only got to talk about two comics in total. Mm-hmm. And. uh I sort of feel like this cast is, uh, is a residual effect of that episode because even
0: once we had finished recording, we mentioned that we could do a whole podcast about comics if we wanted yeah. to. And we got, I, I feel like we really got so much out of the Super Scary episode. In you my mean, opinion. We didn't need to talk about no. it. No, we got it all it was out It great there. episode. But at the end of Super Fanatics, I still felt like I had so much that I didn't get right. off my chest comics wise right
1: and we just needed to nerd out for a little bit yeah
0: but that's what this podcast is about it's about Nick and I just hanging out yeah and you coming along for the ride yeah so and hanging out with us and uh, getting in touch with us too mm-hmm. which you should do because if you recall because
1: this episode will be out after uh, the last super scary episode if you recall uh, for night of the Comet, That was a suggestion by a friend of ours. And we took care of it. Boom. Right away. Did a whole episode on it.
0: Front of the queue, just like I said. Yep. So... So if
1: you have any suggestions for movies we should watch, comics we need to read, video games Nick should play on Super Tokens, or at least add to the uh, list of, uh, the poll, the poll list, uh, hit us up. Let us know. You can email us at divorceclub.com. At superdivorceme.com. You can hit us up on Facebook. You can check out the Divorce Club on Facebook. Add yourself to that, or we'll add you. Hey. Uh, you can comment on our Instagram. You can hit Nick up on Twitter, because I don't have Twitter, because it's too advanced for me.
0: At superdivorce. divorce. And then on Instagram, we're at, at SuperDivorceBand. Superdivorce and we're always throwing out that that fresh fly content all the time. All the time. We have new stuff
1: for you every night of the week. A new show every night. And we've got, you know, both of us are on the Instagram. So we have all kinds of pictures
0: for you on the, on the Instagram. Facebook posts, or sorry, Instagram posts always go straight to Twitter as well. Yeah. So you can see those there. It's, we got so much stuff, so much stuff for you to dive into. It's and all it's, for you. Yeah. It's going to grow every week. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Fucking this podcast on Tuesdays, super, uh, tokens on Monday and Thursdays live Wednesday is the super tokens, uh, show and tell edition on YouTube Friday, super fanatics on YouTube Saturday, super scary on YouTube sunday super blog super blog something for you every day so so like it like it and like this pizza party 30th edition of the super divorce super cast too sweet bro too sweet enjoy it enjoy we'll see you in the outro see you in the outro we
1: are not getting a divorce.
0: We are not getting a divorce.
1: divorce.
0: What's up? Welcome to the Super Divorce Supercast. This is Nicholas Villars here. This is Bender. We're having a pizza party. Pizza party! And we're week's podcast. Yep. We recorded an episode of well before that we went out and we bought a camera. Mm-hmm. Bought a brand new camera for our YouTube shows. Yeah, because we're getting serious and legit. Mm-hmm. Seriously legit. <laughs> and then we came back and we recorded both of those shows. Got our yep. super scary and our super fanatics. Yeah. And now here we are, man. Recording, let's see
1: this week's episode of the Supercast, which is probably playing in, what, October? This is the first October episode, it technically? It
0: is. It's October now. Yeah. It's not now now, but it is now that you're listening to this. We can talk about it being October, Mhm. even though it's not right now, but it we is bought, right now. We bought horror movies today. We did. Which is, well, you bought...
1: I mean, I bought The Witch and Casper, and you purchased Casper as well. (laughs) Yeah. I, you know, if you want to call that a horror movie. (laughs) It's a spooky movie. It's a spooky movie for children, but it's a wonderful film. It is. But it's it's October now, which means Halloween, so fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though we've already been celebrating that with our haunts. Oh yeah, and
0: our beers. And our beers. For weeks now. Yeah,
1: so we're game. We're ready. Ready to go. But it also means great deals on horror movies. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, the most important thing, obviously. It's the best time of the year, really.
0: It is. Some people disagree and well, they say those that people are wrong. Some people say that Christmas is the best time of the year. Incorrect. There's already Christmas decorations out at Kroger. And I think it's it's inappropriate you do. It's
1: inappropriate to put Christmas decorations out prior to Halloween. Like give Halloween
0: credit, you know. The only reason that that I'm okay with it right now is because I was able to string these Christmas lights up in my office like stranger things because they have Christmas decorations out right now. That's if that's fair,
1: but I still think that it's Because you're not only jumping the gun on Halloween, you're jumping the gun on Thanksgiving, too. Like, you're just shitting on two other major holidays. I feel
0: like Thanksgiving gets it about the worst of any holiday. Oh. There's, like, one end cap of Thanksgiving (laughs) stuff that ever appears at a store. Well, but... It's like a turkey placemat. Yeah, but you have to think, like,
1: that holiday is about food. So, really, every day at a grocery store is Thanksgiving. You can always buy turkeys.
0: You can. You know. But as far as decorations go. As far as
1: decoration goes, but it's not a decorating holiday. It's just like an eating holiday. You're still... But I still think that despite that, Christmas shits all over it
0: by putting out their decorations prior
1: to the holiday commencing. to be
0: fair, Christmas is a better holiday than Thanksgiving, in my opinion. I mean, that's... 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 There. i don't know thanksgiving many people, is the worst holiday i don't know many people that look forward to thanksgiving all year <laughs> all year just waiting to eat a turkey
1: and mashed potatoes putting up the turkey decorations <laughs> oh, and they're like the uh, they're the paper ones that like you un- yeah. you unfold and yeah. they have like that circle of uh tissue paper you yeah know? it's like the accordion style yes yes mm-hmm. the accordion turkeys
0: yeah Those are the only Thanksgiving decorations that are worth a damn. Yeah. They're really, I don't know of any other holiday that utilizes the the accordion design. Well, sometimes you can get snowmen at Christmas that have the... Well, yeah, I guess you're right. But it's more so... I have to think about it, though. Yeah. It doesn't spring to mind the way the turkey does. No.
1: Mm. You think of lights and you think of the tree and ornaments and even candles before you think about accordion snowmen (laughs) (laughs) but definitely the accordion turkey is like up there for thanksgiving
0: yeah it is hmm well we're um we're drinking the same beer we drank last week because it's actually the same day
1: yeah it's called being productive, people. Mm-hmm. We're making sure that even though Nick is going on vacation, we're still going to bring you content at, at almost every day. I mean, almost. he's not going to be able to stream live on
0: Twitch. But I'll post uh, pictures and shit. Yeah. You know, if you follow us on all forms of social media, you'll get something every goddamn day.
1: Yeah. But we're, we're planning ahead so that you still get your supercast on Tuesday, even though next... Well, now, as we're recording this, next Tuesday, Nick and I won't be together, but this cast you'll be listening to. And we will be together.
0: Mm. In spirit. In spirit. And that's what matters. Where where are you going? I'm going to Colorado. Yeah. When you're listening to this, I'm in Colorado right now. Mm Mm-hmm. I can tell you this. I'm in Colorado right now. (laughs) But I'm also in my room in lebanon ohio that's that's a trip man it's like back forward to the past future <laughs> a little bit a little bit clunky yeah of a title there <laughs> back but, forward to the past future yeah it's a little clunkier than back to the future but it gets the point across it'll work for now yeah this is our eighth show as a duo did you know that no i do now it's
1: fantastic what is this is this what episode 30? Number 30. Oh damn. I was mm-hmm. really hoping to have a guest on episode 30, but since we have to pre-record it. We well, at least get a guest. at least it's a pizza party. It is a pizza party. We're having a 30th <laughs> podcast pizza party. That's something. That's something. We'll have a guest next episode. We've never
0: done this before. We've no, never, we've never
1: eaten on the cast. We
0: haven't. Hopefully it's not too annoying. I don't think so. I've we're, been trying to not talk with my mouth full too much. I, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. You're not? I'm just going to do it. Well, no matter what. Maybe I should too.
1: <laughs> People well, are going to turn it off like all oh, they're <laughs> fucking gross
0: talking with their mouths full. I have a question for you. Okay. Um. Now that we're doing both video shows. Yeah. How do you feel about super scary versus super fanatics? It's a hard, it's a hard decision.
1: To be perfectly honest, I think I uh, I prefer super scary, just because that's I mean that's my thing. That's comics is a big part of my life, but it's a big part of my life thanks to you. You know, I didn't really read a lot before uh, before joining the band and before getting to know you and becoming friends with you. Um, but horror movies. I've, I've been into those since high school, so Super Scary is a wonderful experience for me. I love it. I might agree with you. Yeah, it's a great show. It's
0: a great Not show. to dog Super
1: Fanatics. No, because Super Fanatics is really fun uh, because it gives us an opportunity to talk about things that normally only the two of us would would talk to each other about
0: yeah no one else I know cares no about what I'm reading no. as far as comic books go exactly I mean my wife just she kind of she has a few books that she likes but you know um she work, works real hard yeah and it's just hard for her to find time to read yeah and so we're not like discussing that week's books and I even I get behind so yeah. it's like you know Yeah. Similarly, my girlfriend Lindsay
1: only reads Saga. You know, occasionally she'll pick up something else, but uh, it's really she she reads Saga, and even she's behind by about seven issues now. So, it's Super Fanatics is a lot of fun because it gives us an opportunity to share our knowledge and our excitement of comics. With
0: more than just each other. Because right now, each other is all we have. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of sad, but it's kind of heartwarming. If we
1: can get one person to start reading a comic, that show will be successful. I think so. I mean, I've gotten so many people to read Saga, it's not even funny. But, yeah. But, definitely, I have a lot of fun doing... Super scary.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, I, I guess... You feel like maybe you're... Uh, you're highlighting something in particular. You know? Yeah. Super Fanatics... It's a little bit more scattered. Not it's in easier a bad to, way, but it's... Right, it's easier to hit
1: tangents in Super Fanatics because... There's so much to talk about when it comes to comic books. Yeah. You know, because... You and I read a lot of the same stuff, and uh, a lot of it, even if the stories aren't the same or whatever, but you can just relate something like, oh, this person writes this and they also write this, which is uh, something we also read, or, you know, this artist is the same, or these people are together, and this book, you know, kind of came out of this book, and it's a lot easier to go on tangents with Super Fanatics. I almost want... To extend the show and make all of the episodes, like, 30 minutes long, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to bore our our viewers.
0: I also don't want to kill myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Super Scary is a lot of fun, because we get to focus on one film, you know, and uh, just talk about it. Today, which was last week, if uh, you watched, which you should have, we... St- spoke about night of the comet Mm -hmm. 1984 84 83 it was 84 that was fun
0: cult classic as Mm -hmm. they call it i feel like it's it's fun to to get these little these little uh films these little film strips and kind of dive into them a little bit Mm -hmm. you know the uh i think one reason it's easier to do it with a movie is because you've got an hour and a half worth of content, give or take. And uh, and that's what you're talking about. When you're talking about a comic book, especially a series that's been going on for a while, yeah. that's like issues and issues, sometimes hundreds. Right. And, you know, it's tough to, to narrow down which story arc to highlight, you know. Yeah. What, what do you tell people about, you know. So... I mean, we haven't highlighted it yet, but just
1: as an example, The Amazing Spider-Man ran for 700 issues before it was rebooted. 700 issues. Yeah. I'll never get over that. (laughs) Like, I, you know, the series rebooted maybe three, four years ago now. Two they've done three. it twice now. Well, they've rebooted it twice, yeah. But I mean, the first initial reboot, you know, mm-hmm. after the seven hundredth issue, uh, I I just I still can't believe that it's got it went on for that long. Now I think they've renumbered it a few times, but even with renumbering, there was still a sub number. They knew how high it was. Yeah, you know, so you could have. Amazing Spider-Man issue 432, but it'll say issue
0: 27 on it. But I I think it's bullshit that they that they strip the book yeah of that badge yeah because that should be something that's worn proudly I in agree. my opinion you know it's like god damn it if it's issue 750 put that on the front of the book yeah not issue. 32 because even because with, it's been rebooted twice now right. and this is where you are in the the third or i guess the third volume is what it would be at that point because even with the
1: reboot they still continued the story yeah they didn't just like it's throw like, oh, everything in the
0: trash and start over from scratch they don't want to intimidate people i know that's, it's like, oh, that's bullshit who cares i think if you just put like New Jumping story starts here. Yes, that's good enough. Yep, no one's fooled. You know, someone sees issue forty of Spider Man, they still know this character has been around since the fucking sixties. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. It's that's a big that's a big complaint. That's why I like
1: Image mm-hmm. because Image comics don't fuck around. Like they're creator owned, and if the creator wants to run for one hundred and fifty eight issues Walking Dead, they will. Yeah and it's awesome I mean that's the you know I think uh, the, the biggest Marvel run that I own I think is Marvel now Deadpool and it ran for 45 issues and that but that's it that's the highest number of Marvel comic that I own and not much has reached that since the reboot, the big, big, big company-wide reboot like a couple years ago. Since Marvel, then the first iteration of Marvel Now. Because they had Marvel Now and they reset everything. And then they had all new Marvel Now. And then they had Secret Wars. And now they're having Civil War. And all of that is rebooting series every time those big events come out. Civil War 2. Civil War 2,
0: yeah you know which i don't know it's like so you you go through the trouble of rebooting your entire fucking universe uh and then a year later and then you're going to make a sequel to an event that happened prior to either one of the reboots yeah like what why would why would you even bother to put a two with after civil war if you don't want people to be intimidated by the fact that there's all this lore that they missed out on. Yeah.
1: I, you know, I haven't read civil war two at all, I haven't either. The, you know, you think of a comic like spider Gwen, that's only been around for, I don't know, probably less than, or just around a year. Uh, and it's already been, it's, it has, it has two number ones already. You know, you've got, well, you've got her first appearance and then you have number one and it went to number five and then Secret Wars happened. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't cancel the story at all. The, the story remains exactly the same. It picks up right where it lefts off, leaves off, but they had Secret Wars. And then when Secret Wars was over, they came out with Spider-Gwen number one. And it's like... Why didn't you just make number six? It's unnecessary. Just put number six on there. You didn't change anything, literally. You went from issue five to issue one, and the story is 100% coherent. It
0: makes me not want to read it stuff does. from yeah. the companies that do that. Yep. Even though I do, I still continue on with with Spider-Man and Moon Knight. Those are my two Marvel books. Yeah. But and Moon Knight... Has been rebooting forever, though. Oh, it has. So... And that's stupid, in my opinion, still. It, yeah. Because it's still continuing the same story. Yeah, it is. But he
1: gets he gets rebooted more than any... Yeah. You know, more than anything else. It's, it's, it's those lesser characters that only have, you know, certain runs and then something happens. Like, I think the largest run of Moon Knight is... Uh, mark Spector, moon knight which ran for 60 issues you know and but but then after that they they he moon knight goes away for a while and then they brought him back for a little bit in the comics and then he kind of goes away again and you know he's a he's a
0: fader Mm -hmm. he comes in and out i found out that uh Sorry we're turning this into an episode of Super, <laughs> Super Fanatics. Fanatics. Yeah, We'll move on in a little bit, but we anyway, just need to get this out. I, I, I found out that uh, the original run of G.I. Joe mm-hmm. still has the same writer, even though it's switched uh, from Marvel to IDW. Really? Yeah. And uh, Larry Hama is his name. And he's been writing it since the original G.I. Joe comic. Good lord. And it's the same continuity. And they've continued the numbering system. Not they didn't even reboot it when they went to IDW. Mm-hmm. The same number system that started in the Marvel series is is continuing now. Wow! And it's that's so fucking what cool. issue are they on? I think they're on like two hundred and something. So
1: we have to look it up. But I wonder what the highest continuity book is. I want to say, as far as I know. I think Batman Detective Comics is technically... Even though they've renumbered a couple of times... They do the same thing with Spider-Man. Where like they've renumbered it, but they still keep the same numbering. I want to say their, their issues are in the 800s.
0: Which is a fuckload. Me.
1: Yeah. Because Detective Comics was around before Batman.
0: Mm-hmm. That's where he debuted. I think Spider-Man caught up so quickly and got to 700 so quickly because they started doing weekly comics at one point yeah when i was reading so it was like every week i was getting a new spider-man book which is crazy yeah i don't even know how you keep up that pace i was glad when they scaled back again because i love spider-man but it's like jesus just
1: yeah just chill a
0: monthly book is fine for me i love
1: monthly books I love Saga, but I hate Saga because every six months they take a three-month break, and yeah. it fucking kills me. But, yeah.
0: Well, that was your Super Fanatics on Supercast.
1: Yeah, there's your elaborate. We didn't, we didn't talk that much on the last episode of Super Fanatics. We kind of only highlighted our two, two titles for the show. So, that's what you get on the cast afterwards
0: have you put any halloween decorations up at your house not yet no we want to go buy some though you have anything in mind
1: uh i I saw a big like um foot tall lawn gnome uh it was made out of plastic so it was real cheap but it was a big lawn gnome of jason Voorhees, and i kind of wanted that afraid somebody would steal it, but I was like fuck it. It's like $25. Just put it in front of the door. Do you uh are you a pumpkin patch guy? Like going to pumpkin patches? I haven't in a long time. No. I I carved pumpkins last year with uh, with Zam and Franny. Lindsay and I did. But have you ever been to Windmill Farm? No. I don't, I don't know, maybe, but
0: it's okay. It's a nice, nice little farm. They have a nice pumpkin patch, and they've got a barn full of all sorts of uh, cool Halloweeny knickknacks and decorations. Maybe I have. Been. Should check it out. It's on forty-eight. Yeah,
1: one of the coolest Halloween decorations ever. My parents have it, and it's uh, it's like this handmade um, hanging bat that they bought at like the Renaissance Festival, I think and it is, like, the most fucking terrifying creature I've ever seen, and, uh, yeah, as far as I know, they still have it, It, you know, it has, like, like, straw hair, kind of, and it's, like, um, it's pretty, it's pretty big, it's probably the size of a small dog, you know? But its face is just, like, mouth gaping, with fangs, and there's blood all over it and stuff. And it's like, why? Did, I don't know why you bought this at the Renaissance <laughs> Fair. But I'm pretty sure that's where they got it. And it's terrifying and awesome. It used to scare the shit out of me as a little kid. We also had a uh, flying witch. Like, a witch on a broom that you would hang. Oh, I know. Yeah. I and, know what you're uh, talking about. when you would... Uh, like, walk by it, or the wind would blow it, its eyes would light up, and it would make noises, and that was
0: really creepy, too. It's about time for the Renaissance Festival, it's going on right now. I think it's already I, started. I always like to go about the middle of October, yeah, that's my favorite time to go. Get the leaves changing color, and mm-hmm. I love the atmosphere there because I I'm a big Skyrim and yeah. Elder Scrolls guy. Fable. I
1: love all the people that go dressed up as um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Or they're dressed up as the Doctor from Doctor Who. Uh-huh. It cracks me up every time. Yeah. Yeah. I... Renaissance Fairs are kind of... Are real fun. I enjoy them a lot, but they're also kind of silly to me. Like... I don't know. It's it, It's just kind of like who cares about the renaissance so much that you're going to put on a whole fucking festival about it and it's not just like an ohio thing either there's
0: like there's state
1: renaissance festivals all over the place
0: yeah well i think that that time period people connect like all their fantasy lore yeah to that particular period so you think of wizards and witches and knights and shining armor it's all the renaissance period yeah i I understand that like people might say the same thing about seeing it like a comic convention people go to these places just for comic books you know if you're not in it if you're not in it then you're not in it yeah but i still
1: think but even as far as like a comic convention by comparison there's not a whole village built somewhere in the state where they just house comic books all the time, and you know, it's maybe just, there should be, there, sh- there <laughs> should be, maybe there should be, but like there's a legitimate medieval village built somewhere, you know, in Ohio. Luckily, it's very close to Near us in Waynesville, yeah, in Waynesville, and uh, you just every year it from like September through October. All of these people just dress up as medieval characters and populate this village and you get to pretend for a day. Yeah. You know, when you go to the fair and you get to drink drink mead and eat turkey legs, which are kinda gross, <laughs> and just get bombarded all day to buy this and buy
0: that. It's wonderful. <laughs> I Anytime that I see someone walking around with a turkey leg, it's still tempting to me. Oh, really? Even, mm-hmm. like, like being a vegetarian? Or no, well, I'm a maybe, yeah, now... Well, pescatarian now. Yeah, pescatarian now, but I... Yeah. It just looks fucking... Just... Hearty. It just does. Like hearty. You know, it
1: always looks fucking good, and then yeah. you buy a turkey leg, and you bite it, and you're like, this is gross. Is it gross? I've it's, never had one. It, really? Like,
0: I've never, never purchased never one purchased from one. the Renaissance Festival, where... It's just a big hunk of meat on a bone.
1: Well, first of all, it's a
0: shitload of meat. Yeah, of course.
1: And it it is hearty. (laughs) But, like, you bite into it, and it is not tender like a chicken leg, you know? Is it dry? Kind of A little dry, just a little bit. um, And very, like like sinewy like you bite into it and you really kind of have to pull it away from your face to get the meat off of there you know lots of there's lots of fat tissue uh in the leg and it's just
0: not what if you had like a honey glazed dipping sauce that you could like dunk it in like a stein full of stein... yeah <laughs> just big enough to dunk the entire thing i in don't and know just...
1: that it would really help i mean Comparatively, again, like, because I fucking love comparisons. I don't know why. You know, eating a chicken leg, like, you get some, just a KFC bone-in chicken leg, you know, and it's so satisfying to just, like, bite in and tear that meat off that bone and all that stuff. And for me, personally, I'm sure, you know, maybe you would feel differently if you ever decided to revoke your entire lifestyle, (laughs) but, uh... You just, I just don't get the same satisfaction somehow biting into a turkey leg. And it, it kind of tastes like ham. I don't, it doesn't taste like,
0: you don't like ham?
1: I like ham, but I don't want to eat a ham leg. I want a turkey leg.
0: Hmm. I might eat a ham leg. <laughs> <laughs> I love ham.
1: Yeah. Ham's, ham is good. Ham is good. I, I mean, I prefer turkey to well, ham. I don't know just the whole renaissance fair is fun I like going but I also just kind of like think it's weird and silly and (laughs) like I don't know because the aside from like the shows like all you like I said all you do is just get hassled to buy stuff all day
0: there's a lot of cool stuff there It's pretty expensive though
1: yeah nothing nothing there seems nothing there for me is cool enough to pay what they want me to you know like do i want a sword yeah <laughs> do i want to spend a hundred dollars on it not today you know do i want all leather custom made combat boots fuck yeah i do do i want to spend 250 dollars? nope I you know it's cool like I I don't I I'm not trying to disparage the festival totally because I enjoy going and I think it's a fun time but I just think like the whole idea of it is is it's just it's weird it's just weird it's cool it's odd it's yeah. odd it's because there's no that you don't there's not like I mean, they have Civil War reenactments and stuff, but there's not, like, a Colonial Times Festival, <laughs> you know? Or there's not, like... I, I feel like
0: these are all markets that haven't been tapped yet. <sighs> maybe we should start a Colonial Times Festival. Maybe we should start an All Times Festival.
1: All Times Festival?
0: Well, not... I don't know. Maybe we maybe could have a theme park where each section was, like, a different period of history.
1: Main. Hmm.
0: maybe and, like your main maybe. area where you like every street you walk down in that particular area will look like that time period yeah but when you leave that section the street totally changes But i think they have that at disney world i think you can do that at disney world i haven't been to disney in years
1: i'm so. pretty sure i thought i thought somewhere they had a, a place it would be you...
0: kind of like the walking from universal studios just in the regular-ass park into, like, Di- Diagon Alley. Yeah, you know. yeah, I get it. I'm that pretty hard sh- transition from one period or one world to another.
1: I'm pretty sure, I thought Disney World had, like, a thing, like an international... International street, isn't that it? Probably. I think that's, like, different parts of the world. Oh, yeah, okay. No, you're right. That's, I mean, same concept, yeah. but you're talking time periods. Yeah, 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 yeah. Duh, so you can start with, know. like... You could start with cavemen. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like visiting Caveman period and it's just like a bunch of rock huts and they're still trying to sell you things, like make it an appealing time period to live in, you know? So people are running out with like dried fox skins with like <laughs> shitty stick figure drawings, going like you know, and then you like go into the store and and, it, you know, there's, like, a chalkboard that says, like, painting, like, 13 rocks equals 60 bucks. Yeah. You know, it's like they want you to give them 60 bucks, and they're just, like, in
0: loincloths, you yeah. know, with pronounced brows. And you'd have people who would swear that this was the best period to live in. <laughs> just like they do with the, the Renaissance Festival. Yeah.
1: I was yeah. born in the wrong century. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been in the Renaissance time. If If
0: only I were (laughs) a (laughs) caveman.
1: I love when people are like, man, I wish I was born in renaissance time. Because I'm just like, really? Mm -hmm. Fucking really? You wish that? No, you don't. You do not wish that at all. This renaissance fair is all fun and games, but guess what? They don't have the bubonic plague at the fair. They had it back Mm. in renaissance time. It cracks me up. It's so funny.
0: They highlighted that on, did you ever see Penn and Teller's bullshit? No. No, I've never seen that show. They just, they'll pick out a topic uh-huh. and kind of call bullshit on it. And they explain <laughs> why it's bullshit. Yeah. And they did one on people at the Renaissance Festival. Like, people who just work Ren Fairs, basically. Uh-huh. And they're interviewing people and they're saying that same shit. Where it's like, I was just born the wrong time. If only I had been born in this period, it would have been so much better, you know? And then it shows, it's like camera cuts and they're all enjoying catering and they're air conditioned oh God. you know in yeah. their air conditioned area with their whole cafeteria set up and mm-hmm. people lounging around to get in from the heat and it's like no you you like playing in this time right you like certain things about it you like the way it looks you know you like the clothes but you would not enjoy actually living, living here right if you were plucked from 2016 and thrown back into uh, medieval times In or something. Black Knight style. Yeah. Not not happening.
1: No, not even a little bit. Renaissance. <sighs> uh,
0: well, we said it's October. I uh, told you this earlier today. Monster Madness from Cinemassacre has started now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anyone listening is a fan, but uh, if you are, Monster Madness, the yearly Halloween review or uh, halloween e movie review uh, from James Rolfe and now Mike Matey of Cinemassacre. They release a different uh, horror movie review every day of the month in October. They've been doing it for 10 years now. And this is the last year that they're going to do all, um, well, all 31 days of October. And um, so. Crazy. So you should check it out because the reviews are always fun. It's part of uh, what inspired us to do Super Scary. Maybe yeah. uh, in a couple of years we'll start up
1: Monster Band as again and we'll do it in spirit and we'll do 31 videos that would be cool um, every every October.
0: I think I told you what I, when I was like watching the video of him explaining of James Rolfe explaining why he was ending it. He's got all these other projects to work on. He was talking about how every year he has to start preparing the videos for Monster Madness in like June mm-hmm. to get them out in October. Crazy. So it's like. It, it's It's kind of crazy to think that you have to put yourself in that like Halloween mindset starting at like the beginning of summer <laughs> when you're recording these videos and putting them together and getting all the footage and all that stuff. It's a big undertaking mm-hmm. you know putting together thirty one different movie reviews it's that's a task
1: It'd be a lot to uh...
0: That'd that'd get you through some movies,
1: though. Yeah, it would. I mean,
0: you gotta fucking watch 31 movies and review them. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a shitload. Not just review, there's always plenty of clips from the movies thrown in. Yeah, It's mostly film clips. So, yeah. It's the last year to check out 31 Days of Monster Madness. So go to com Starting now. Yeah. Because it's already into October when you're listening to this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. What else is going on? Oh, I had, I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. If you could turn back one... Back time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got me back for the Shakira thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you could turn one horror movie uh-huh. into an ongoing comic series, what would it be?
1: Hmm. 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 It's hmm. 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 Oh, good. good one. Damn. It's hard to think of movies that like don't resolve, you know.
0: Well, maybe They don't they... have to resolve. I was going to say, maybe the series can pick up Uh at the resolution, resolution in quotes. Right, right. But just a a universe that would be sweet to see carried out.
1: I really like, and I'm thinking of this honestly because I'm comparing it a little bit to an existing, to a comic that already exists, however the comic was cancelled. I guess, nothing's happened with it in years. Um, I would like to see The Collector uh, become an ongoing series because number one The, the Collector and The Collection uh, both featuring the same killer character and also the same main character uh, are awesome movies they're super badass and I think that it would kind of that horror franchise, as a comic, would fill the void left by the comic Bedlam, um, which was about like a serial killer, um, and that's that's like a long story. There's only like fif- fifteen issues of that comic, and it was like gr- it was so great, uh, and then it just end- it just stopped. Like there was never a conclusion or anything. Oh. But uh, I love the villain in The Collector. The Collector, namely. Um, I think his design is awesome. I think the fact that he sets traps everywhere is super badass. And I think the traps are always really brutal that he sets. So uh, I think having something where maybe he uh, escapes his fate at the end of the second movie and continues to kill people and is being tracked down would be really interesting um, and really cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd see that. I'd see that going into an ongoing series. It's also kind of difficult when there are a lot of comics that sort of emulate horror films. Like, there's an <laughs> ongoing comic called The Spread that really kind of combines a lot of elements from uh, The Thing With, uh, kind of, it's kind of like, um, Children of Man.
0: Oh, yeah. With The Thing.
1: Yeah. If you've blended those two films together, that's what the spread is like. Uh, and then there's a comic called Nailbiter, which is very much a Silence of the Lambs-esque storyline where, uh, there's like an FBI agent who is trying to figure out why this small town in the South breeds serial killers. And they enlist the help of the most recent serial killer, uh, to, to try to figure it I out. I think you told me about that book. Nailbiter great. Yeah. It's so good. I read it in trades, so mm-hmm. I only get to read it every six months, but it's fucking awesome. Um, so with great horror comics like that, yeah, it's hard to to pick a franchise, but I would I would go with the collector definitely. That's that's that would be cool. I would read that, I think.
0: Any writer in mind for it? Or art style? Um I think
1: I would want the art to be fair pretty detailed. You know, um I'd want it to be clear. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a fan of like when
0: I'm reading comics. I just want to be shown, you know. It's uh, your gripe with The Walking Dead, isn't it? Black and white, not enough detail. Because I'll tell you, I just started reading it recently, and I don't even notice that it's in black and white no anymore. Yeah. It's like forgetting about the bars on the top and bottom of the screen <laughs> when, when you're, you're watching, watching a widescreen yeah. movie.
1: The Walking Dead, I mean, I'd have to give it a shot, uh, I don't, I'm just not, I really, I would really, really have to read it, because I'm, I don't think I'm just a fan of the character design in general, I just, it just seems plain, I don't know, even though it's not, like, it's, you can, you can definitely tell, like, which one's Rick and which one's Negan and which one is Glenn and all that stuff. Like, it's not that the characters run together or anything. I just, I, the comic just feels unfinished to me because it's black and white. It just feels like you, and I know that, like, a lot of people say, well, it really adds to the tone, you know? It really
0: brings, it really brings the mood into perspective and everything. I, I I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. I'm probably about uh, a third of the way through the first compendium right now, mm-hmm. and I bought in. I love yeah. it. I think it's great. You know, I think Kirkland would write a great
1: collector comic. Um, his writing really impresses me on Outcast. Um, I think it's really cool. I think he is able to convey that like uh, tension and dread. And I think the collector films have a lot of that because there's all of these traps all over the house and most of them are pretty uh, invisible, you know. So there's that whole, like, you never know what you're going to get element. Um, So I think Kirkman would be good for that. But uh, Cullen Bunn is also coming to mind. Um, I think... He's a little... He can be a little humorous. Uh, which doesn't quite fit The Collector. Because those films are like pretty much... Pretty all serious. Yeah. The second one gets a little wacky. Uh, in my opinion. But there's no jokes. Right. You right know. Um, so Colin Bunn can be a little jokey. But I... I, I want to say he writes Nailbiter. And... Uh, it's pretty good i'd have to check into that i like that comic so much but as i said i only pay attention to it every six months because i have to wait for the trades to come out um yeah yeah i think that collector be cool. the collector
0: have you seen those movies no i haven't you should watch those those are really good real good yeah i was i was thinking about the movie into a comic book thing and I think it'd be fun to see a Monster Squad ongoing comic series. Well, there's a Marvel event coming up called Monsters Unleashed.
1: Uh, you know, Marvel's got a lot of l- low-level monster characters yeah. that don't get a lot of recognition, and I think that they're trying to do that. It seems like they're trying to bring some of those characters up from mm-hmm. the, from the grave, so yeah. to speak and uh, highlight them so you can look you can look for that but a monster squad would have been cool you know after the movie uh you get them having to take on other creatures yeah because there's so many that you can choose from but then you know and as cool as that would be you know you get that with you could have that with the ghostbusters comic there's a scooby-doo comic there's it would follow a formula. I think a Monster Squad comic would follow a formula, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing.
0: No, I don't think so. I, I like the idea of just the, the time period it would be set in, and then also the ragtag group of kids. Well, if you if you want to read something like
1: that, you got to read Paper Girls. Paper Girls is everything you want. If you want a, a kid, buddy-buddy monster you know comic paper girls man mm-hmm. brian it's brian vaughn he writes saga it's it's awesome paper girls is really really good and that's that's exactly what you're looking for i'll check it out yeah check it out what issue are they on eight. eight
0: eight not bad
1: no i need an issue four um i'm missing so i haven't read i'm not caught up okay uh but that's again that's only because i haven't i somehow skipped issue four don't know how, and I just haven't got around to finding
0: one yet. Before we go, man. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to check in with Esther this week. Haven't had any
1: any issues. No. This week. Uh, not since. I mean, let's see. I don't know if we talked about it on the last cast. I we must we must have, but the last big issue was the. The ham sandwich. Yeah. She never orders ham sandwiches and all that jazz. She hasn't had any problems Been okay since then? Yeah, she's been fine. I mean, I'm sure she still complains, but it's nothing that I have to deal with. I mean, the woman complains all the time, every day. But she hasn't caused such a stink, you know. Well, and that, not to mention, I haven't been to work in two days, which is nice. So, I haven't had to think about her. <laughs> she might have
0: been giving someone else a little hell the past few Most days likely. here. Most likely. Yeah. Wow. She's terrible. you going to see her tomorrow? Probably.
1: Yeah, She's one of those, of course, you know, you sometimes... I did, I did have a run-in with her sometime last week uh, where I went upstairs to use the uh, bathroom in the employee lounge and I got to the top of the stairs, and she was walking in the hallway, and she was just like, "Excuse me." I'm like, yes, Esther." And she's just like, where Where's the doctor's office?" I was like, and I didn't want to get into it, you know, there's not a fucking doctor's office in our facility, you know, yeah. So I just told her where the nurse's station was. I was like, "You gotta go down the elevator, which is right there." And then you gotta go all the way down the hallway, and the door is gonna be on your left. And she, you know... She's such a bitch, but she's polite when she wants to be. She's like, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> so just, she's... She's a dick, but when she gets what she wants, she appreciates... Oh, yeah. Hardcore. She's really, really nice when, like, you give her what she wants, but... It only it's only from certain people because the servers give her what she asks for and then she says it's not what she asked for, you yeah. know? So it's just a toss-up with her. Sometimes she's a complete bitch and sometimes it just takes the right person and sometimes she's just pleased as peaches no matter what. Ew, I don't know. She's just... So I don't even know if she got lost or what, though, by the way. I, sh- I just sent her on her way and went to the bathroom. I was like, you deal with it. You didn't
0: offer to yeah. take her by the arm and nope. walk her down No, nope. the nurse's stage. it was too far. It was too far. I had to use the bathroom. It <laughs> was like, go to the elevator and go downstairs.
1: She was going to walk past the front desk. It's not like I was leading her to her
0: doom. <laughs> know. You know? Maybe if she were ni- if she was a nicer person, you'd be more inclined. Yeah, It's a good... Yeah, but then there's, you know,
1: then there's, uh, oh, let's, let's say, uh, Marjorie. Yeah. You know, she's like super nice to me. Whenever I see her, she's like, oh, my favorite cook. How are you, Zach? And what's going on? And all this stuff. And then every fucking day she orders a hamburger. Like, it's
0: like, she's not just insulting me to my face. (laughs) You know? Well, that was the, that was the quote, Last week, or two weeks ago, I guess. Probably, yeah. The quote of the week was something like... Oh,
1: the the the, the headline on the cast. Yeah. Yeah, episodes 20, episode 28's headline is like, yeah, something about how a hamburger is just an Like, insult. I make decent food. Yeah, and then you just want to order a hamburger. Yeah. And so that's what it's like, and she's like such a nice lady, but then I just like can't help but hate her because I'm like, I know what you eat. And you never eat what I make for you. Don't tell me I'm a good cook because you don't <laughs> fucking know. Because you don't eat it.
0: Maybe if you had a heart to heart with her one day and was like, No, because
1: like the boss has tried. I mean, we've said, you said you were. And she's the type of person too who, like, you know, she'll get a hamburger and then this couple, you know, uh, uh, Tom and. Julie, you know, they'll sit down and Marjorie will just be like, you guys should get a hamburger. <laughs> and then they're just like, yeah, okay, because they're fucking followers. So she's convincing everyone else around
0: her to eat what she's eating. Or if
1: she decides to have a salad that day, she'll tell she'll tell Tom and Julie and uh, Eric, you know, and all the all her little birdies at her table that they should get salads too. Why? I don't know. I don't understand. And, you know, it's not an exclusive mentality to her. There are plenty of residents that,
0: like, have to fucking eat what the other person at the table is eating. Maybe it's like a connection thing. They feel like they have something to talk about now since they got the same food. Yeah. What'd you think about It's a, it's the, that looks good mentality.
1: Yeah. You know, Bonnie and Clyde will sit down together and Bonnie will be like, I want a salad. And then she'll get the salad and eat the whole salad. And then Clyde will be like, I think I want a salad. It's you know, it's, it's just stupid. I, it's worse with Marjorie because she asks people to get what she has. You know, like, oh, just, I'm eating a hamburger today, and it's just so good. You should get a hamburger today. It's like, why? <laughs> I fucking made steak, man. Yeah. You know, or the, you know, she'll get, she'll get, uh, the other day she had, like, chicken with mashed potatoes, uh, but she didn't want any gravy or sauce, like, on her food, and she doesn't, ever, which is fine, you know, but then... Uh, Tom and Jerry, you know, the couple that's a man and a woman, <laughs> they sit down and order the same thing with, like, no gravy. And I'm like, I fucking know you like gravy. Yeah. You eat gravy. Why are you letting Marjorie tell you not to get gravy
0: when, like, I know you like it? She sounds like a master manipulator to she me is now. a
1: master manipulator and she makes people get food that i don't want to make all the time and then she's super nice to my face and it's just like you know for a while i was like oh you're real nice so like whatever like it's fucking fine but now i'm just like i know your game you need to shut up dirty tricks old people that's what's going on at the home i'm sorry man it's all right like i said uh, two weeks ago or whatever I really just like fucking sit in the kitchen and try not to talk to them and I love cooking and I love making food for them I love making you know pizza from scratch and I love making grilling steaks and which we don't get to do too often but we do get to do it and I love making crab cakes and working with salmon and you know all that kind of stuff it's so fun and it's great and then just like the worst part of my day is serving the food well, and I don't like even it? have to go to the tables. Like, I just stand behind a buffet line and fucking scoop shit onto a plate, and it's still awful.
0: Well, you know what? I feel like, I don't know. When you're describing people asking for something basic, like a hamburger when you've made this elaborate meal, it'd be like if you're, your favorite comic artist is at a convention, and it's like you wait in line, and they're willing to do a custom sketch for you and what you do is you walk up there with like a folded up piece of uh a fucking coloring book that you ripped out from your house you're that's like, like
1: the character they created or yeah. like not even the character they created but just like it's like um i don't know let's that's like walking up to uh stan lee with a coloring page of batman and being yeah. like will you sign this yeah
0: or I, or I was going to say, just, can you color this? Yeah. Like I, if they're I, doing custom sketches. Yeah. Like, I know that you're an amazing artist, but can you just color in this this yeah. little coloring book page for me? Yeah, that is what it's like. Or, like, you're, you're capable of so much more. Or it's like, you know, you own,
1: like, the first appearance of a character, but instead you get issue nine signed. Yeah. It's like the most unimportant issue in any series is issue number nine. <coughs> yeah. Like, but you're just like, no, I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Can you sign issue number nine for me? Stupid. Old people are dumb. Sorry. Old handle, people. I can't handle you, old
0: people. Oh I'm well. just gonna make good food for you and not talk to you ever. <laughs> well, I hope your, I hope your week is filled with a lot of respectful citizens at the home who don't take you for granted and who enjoy the meals that you prepare for them and the yeah, way that we'll you prepare them.
1: Well, we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty sure the other day, I walked out of the kitchen uh, at near the end of breakfast, so it was probably about 10 o'clock, and I don't know the woman's name in all honesty, but I'm fairly certain that I heard... A lady look up and go to her table because she was with people. She said, "Oh, that's the good cook." So that's fine. That probably feels nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, man, cooks, uh, cooks or cons, or cooks versus cons, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> you can go on it. Yeah, maybe yourself a nice fabulous prize oh yeah what's the prize on cook versus collins i think they get money did it get For out of jail free card <laughs> 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 oh well folks i think we're drawing near the end of uh number 30 here yeah it's late by the way it's like 12 12 that's yeah. 12 midnight and 12 minutes past we got together what like right around five today? Yes. We've been working nonstop. We have. So
1: good so, day of work.
0: Yeah, it's it is a good time to to pull the plug.
1: Yeah. Let's
0: pull it for today. And we'll be back next week. Yep. Yep. We'll be here probably talking
1: about well, next week we'll likely be talking about your trip. Mm-hmm. Because even though you're in Colorado right now, you'll have returned at that point. So yeah. we'll talk about your trip to Colorado. Yeah. And uh, we'll
0: probably talk about... New episodes of Super Scary yep. and Super Fanatics. Yep. All that jazz, man. And uh, I think I think Rise of the
1: Tomb Raider will have come out by then on PS4, so maybe I'll have picked that up we'll talk about that a little
0: bit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to take... More, uh, I don't know. I gotta take some system with me. Bayonetta. Bayonetta 2, man. Yeah, I think I'll take the Wii U. Get through Bayonetta 2. Well, you gotta take something you can watch movies on too, because I'm sending you with stuff. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm. You can watch movies on a Wii? No. No, I didn't think so. They do not support that.
1: You'll have to take the PS4 or the 1. Or uh, that P3. Or that P3 or that
0: 360. You have a 360? Yeah. Yeah that 360 don't play blu-ray though that's oh, true that Piece p3 that p3 does yeah that p3 that p3 well you have to yeah you have to take something with to play movies on i'll watch movies play games and i'll have fun and i'll come back and we'll uh we'll discuss discuss and we'll get back to work yeah that's right back to twerk <laughs> all right um stay tuned for the outro shows,
1: <laughs> yeah. no. no. I mean, Monday is our recording day, but we don't have to do nearly as much as we've done today.
0: Well, it wouldn't have been so... I mean, we would have been done quite a bit sooner if we didn't have to record two podcasts today. True.
1: Yeah, and if we hadn't taken time to go get a new camera, yeah. which I'm glad we did. Me too. It just
0: It just took time, that's all. But it's really not so intense if we did both video shows and a podcast. Oh no, not at all. No, I'm totally
1: down with that. For yeah. sure, for sure. That's that's the Monday tradition.
0: Yeah. And every every 30, every 30th Monday, <laughs> we will have we're going to have a party. pizza party. <laughs> Tonight's pizza party was uh was Marco's. Marco's pizza. Yeah, Marco's pizza. I love Marco's. Marco's is good. I love their cheesy bread. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah, that's that's good. It's a good parlor, a pizza parlor. And thanks to, um, it was the beer ski this week. It was Great, Great Lakes, Lakes Oktoberfest. Yeah. And it's still going to be October when we do our next cast, so we'll have we'll have another fall beer. I don't know what it's going to be. No. But we'll we'll get there when we get there. We'll go to the convenience store. <laughs> yes. And uh, we'll grab ourselves some beer. And hopefully you guys do the same. I feel like this would be a good show to listen to while you're drinking a few beers. Probably. You should probably get, get some beers and get to listening. And you should also probably check out our YouTube shows.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Super Fanatics, Super Scary, and uh,
1: Super Tokens Show and Tell Edition when day when
0: when day when day it's <laughs> late like, obviously wednesday friday and saturday we got youtube shows yep and when you're checking out one of them their shows you should go ahead and subscribe to our youtube channel so that we can get ourselves a custom url we need 100 subscribers for that shit we have 11 11 as of this
1: recording that's not bad I mean, it's not too bad no i mean like it's more people than i would have expected to subscribe to us yeah you know especially that's 11 people that's gonna see our shit first yeah that's right you now as soon as
0: it's posted up boom you'll know you'll get a notification it's like yo super Wars has new new content dem boys dem boys <laughs> throw up some content
1: when you're just two boys <laughs> and you're putting out new content and yep. you only have 11
0: subscribers but that's okay just get it to 100 at least. Yep, let's do it. Twitter at superdivorce, Instagram at superdivorceband, facebook.com slash superdivorce, and the Divorce Club on Facebook. Yep. and Don't forget to check out
1: superdivorceme.com, which is right. the one-stop shop for the Super Divorce Superverse. That's right. Links to everything that we do, the that's podcast, right. the shows, the blog. The Superstore, which still has copies of Wish You the Best. That's damn right. Got it all. All of it on SuperDivorceMe.com.
0: And please, 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 I implore you, get in touch with us via email. Yeah. DivorceClub at SuperDivorceMe.com. Let us know how you're feeling. It doesn't, you don't have to, it doesn't really have to be about anything. You can just say, hey guys... I'm having a great day. Yeah. Let us know what's
1: going on. Let us know if you have any requests for topics on the podcast. If you have any comics you want us to read. If you have any movies you want us to watch. If you have any video games (laughs) Nick wants us to play. Or you want Nick to play, I should say.
0: Again, it's late. Chances are we will bump you to the front of the queue. That's right. And take care of you. Yep, that's it. Because... There's, uh, it's easy to do right now. It is. Not bitching. No. Not complaining. just telling you, uh, take advantage
1: while you can. Yep. Because who knows, in five years we could have thousands of subscribers on YouTube and when we say get in touch with us and you try, maybe we won't respond. Not because we're being dicks. Yeah, but there's just so many responses, you know, so many emails, so many comments that we're just trying to get through and we just can't get to everyone's request. So request it now. Because now we can get to you right now.
0: And we care. We do. We care
1: a lot. But what I don't care about is doing this podcast any longer. I agree. So we'll see you next Tuesday on the Super Divorce Supercast. Adios, y'all. Peace. Super Divorce.